This is Forge Daily with Mackenzie Barwell on the Forge Audio Network. Match day minus one. We are 24 hours out from the CPL championship between Forge FC and Cavalry right here at Tim Hortons Field. So get your timers out because the hourly countdown has officially started. Forge fans, welcome back to another episode. Today is October 27th, 2023. I'm your host, Mackenzie Barwell, here to give you all things Forge FC. Today's episode is going to give you all the insight you need to be just as prepared as these two teams for tomorrow. So here's what you can expect. Last night, the CPL Award Show went down at Leona Station. So we'll go over who received what. And then also, of course, who didn't receive what? Today was media day for both teams, and it went a little bit differently from regular season pre-match press conferences. So we'll have the opportunity to listen into that. And lastly, touch on one more announcement from yesterday's award show. So let's get right into it, beginning with the CPL award ceremony, hosted by a few familiar faces to the Forge Audio Network. Andy Petrillo, Gareth Wheeler, Jordan Wilson, and of course, Christian Jack. First award of the night was that goalkeeper of the year, the Golden Glove, a result the Forge fans were thrilled but unsurprised by. I want to play back at the announcement itself because it was pretty special for this podcast and for G, and I'll explain why in a second. So the winner of the 2023 Canadian Premier League Goalkeeper of the Year is Tristan Henry. Tristan Henry, goalkeeper of the year. Nine clean sheets over the course of the season. And of course, his save from off the 18-yard box from a chip 70 yards away. And for those of you who've been listening to this podcast since the beginning, Dee, this is a direct shout out to you. You might recall that exact same chant from the Canadian Championship versus Atletico Ottawa on Forge Daily. So Forge fans, I got to give you guys credit here because you quite literally owe Henry this guy to the Golden Glove. Before we move on from this, though, I do want to reminisce on that one 70-yard chip save from the broadcast for a second because uh, I think the play-by-play announcer kind of perfectly reflects everybody's reaction to Tristan Henry's 2023 season. James Merriman applauding. Oh, look at this. Henry cut it. Oh! Tristan Henry just sacrificed the body. He goes hard into the woodwork. He had to commit to pain to keep that ball out of his nets. Caught out and Pacific tried to catch him out. But Tristan Henry had to decide how much do I want to make this save? And the answer was yes. I think that pretty much sums it up for G. So a huge congratulations to him. Absolutely well-deserved. As for the other Forge FC nominations, I think some results we would have liked to see Go the other way, Defender and Player of the Year would go to Cavalry's Dan Klomp. As you all know, Manny and Bex both had nominations in those categories. And Coach Bobby for the fifth time, a nomination for Coach of the Year, but not quite a win. Tommy Wilden Jr. would take this one home. But I do have to quickly mention uh, the conversation that Andy Petrillo and I had on the podcast a couple days ago because she made a good point in talking about the nature of this award and how the trajectory of a team that the winning coach typically has is often that worst to first narrative. So 
Of course, Bobby having taken Forge to five straight finals. Maybe maybe that consistency falling into the periphery of media members who vote on these awards. Just something to consider. Not necessarily an excuse, but maybe an explanation. So, Lastly, that U21 award Kwesi Poku with the nomination, but ultimately it would go to Valor FC's Matteo de Brienne. But before we move on, I think it's worth emphasizing the season that Kwesi had because I feel like he can fly under the radar. And that's not only the kind of player that he is, but also the kind of person that he is. He's just so humble, and you really won't see this guy taking credit for maybe everything that he should be. And I think that Jordan Wilson made a good point on the panel last night in saying that the service that he gives his teammates and his speed and his ability to set up scoring opportunities from the wings is just its incredible. So this award could have easily been his as well. Now moving on to some words from the coaches and players. Obviously, being the CPL final, it was a bigger press conference, so... We hear from Coach Robbie and then both Alex Ashinyoti Janssen and Kyle Becker from Forge. But first, let's uh, let's hear from Coach Bobby and Kyle on where they stand 24 hours out from another championship game. Yeah, I think for any player that plays this game, you know, when when you're a young kid kicking the ball on the field, what do you do? You play to win the championship, to uh, simulate picking up a trophy, whatever you find on the side, whether it's a tree branch or something, and, and that's what you want to do. Uh, you know, we've been fortunate uh, enough that uh, this is our fifth go-around uh, with this. It's, uh, I'm thinking it's not a normal thing, as I read in one of the articles that uh, a friend of ours here, Steve Milton, wrote um, last week. And he has the statistics better than me on uh, when the last time North American uh, sports teams played in five uh, consecutive finals. Um, so it's something special. But uh, as I said before, it's you can play in these games, but you uh, don't have a contract with trophies. Uh, that's the one thing that's guaranteed. You know, in sports, you can put everything into it, uh, but you can't guarantee a win. Uh, but you want to be here. And uh, that's the least we have to do as, as Forge. That's something we've uh, we've set up from uh, not just from year one and winning in year one, but uh, from the start of that season on who we want to be and what we want this club to be as an identity and the players have bought in. You know, it's been interesting because at the beginning of the year uh, in preseason, we sat down with the team and we asked them, you know, what are our goals for this year? Uh, it's easy to say we want to win a trophy, we want to do this and that. But uh, the overwhelming consensus in the group was making sure you're playing in Champions League now called Champions Cup. Um, we're champions in 2022, and the reconfiguration of the tournaments kept us out of CONCACAF for the first time um, in five years. Uh, for the four previous years, this club competed in CONCACAF competitions. So I think it was something that the players uh, knew they were going to miss, knew that they wanted to be a part of. And if we see the way the season has gone, I think we missed that. We missed that component of that something different. Uh, traveling into into Central America for those who haven't done it, it's uh, it's fantastic uh, to play in the in the different environments that you have and the different challenges that that brings. So I think when you have a group that's that's lived it and felt it, um, they want to be there. They want to be there all the time. And uh, of course, that was our ultimate goal. And we do it to come from different paths: uh, Canadian Championship, two paths from the, from the CPL. Um, so it happens that uh, before we get into this final, we've we've got that all locked up. And now you go out there and you play a game that you've played a few times before. Uh, it's no secret. Every time we play them, these games are competitive. I think you have two teams who leave everything out there. And I think there's a perfect um, sort of balance in how they approach things and how we approach things. They love the fight. And at times we've shown that we're more than capable to get to get involved in all that stuff too. So for me, it's just, it's always an exciting game playing against them. You know what you're going to get. You know it's going to be heated. You know you have to leave everything out there. And those are the best games. So in that sense, there is that little bit of a 
uh, extra emotion. And for some reason, every time we play them, except for when they kind of had our number in that game in Calgary this year, it's always decided by one goal, really. So we know it's always going to come down to those fine little margins. So I don't know if it's hate, but uh, there's definitely a little added something in there for sure. I, I always knew coming back, I, I want to be playing in these games. That's got to be the goal at the beginning of every season. As I said, that's the standard we've set at this club. So this year is going to be no different. We knew we were bringing back a lot of the same guys that we had last year. So there was no reason why we couldn't go back and, and push ourselves to get to that, that highest level. And again, it's obviously it's tough watching those games from the sideline. I'm obviously happy to be a part of this. Hopefully all Bobski takes me in for in the lineup for this game. We'll see. And yeah, it's uh as I said, you don't want to take these things for granted. Playing in a final, this is stuff you dream of as a kid. So it's uh, I'm looking forward to it. One other thing I wanted to include was what Alex had to say about his time in Hamilton as he approaches another CPL final with this club. It kind of tugged on my heartstrings, I can't lie. I'm sitting here recording the final episode before the 2023 season ends. But I remember when I was recording those first couple episodes back in April, I watched Alex on the Forge YouTube channel just to get to know him as a player and as a person. But those videos were from three years ago. So today I thought it was really cool to hear the difference in the way that he responded and spoke back in 2020 when his time with Forge was just starting versus today at yet another pre-championship press conference, often referred to by the media as a big leader for this team, as well as his teammates. So I've included both clips for you here to compare. Here's Alex in 2020 and 2023. I have actually thought about that a lot. Like uh, even uh, when I heard of Canada first, I didn't think like I'd ever like actually go, but yeah, it's quite interesting. You know, you, you mentioned that and I think back to probably my first phone call with him while he was over there and just explaining to him the project over here in, in, in Canada and, uh, you know, him not knowing anything about the, about the country. Uh, I think there's some similarities uh, between Canada and Sweden and, and maybe that love uh, for, for, for hockey. Um, but it's great to see, you know, it's the one thing we want to see is uh, as guys come over here. It's not only just about being on the field, but being out in the community, but also I- embracing the culture that we have here as, uh, as Canadians. I think that's very important. I think that's what makes us one of the best countries, uh, the best country in the world uh, to be in. I don't come from the same background as Bex. I come from uh, from Sweden. So I knew uh, knew nothing about the league or the teams or any anything about Canadian soccer at all. But just the uh, the the growth of interest I've seen over the last couple of years, and I think CPL has been a big part of pushing that. And uh, oh, it's it's been fantastic, and I'm so grateful to have been been a part of it, and hopefully can keep being a part of it and making history here. So you know, it's, it's been great. Obviously, it feels the same. Like you, you touched on that the, the community here in the city is taking, taking me in so well. And it feels, feels like this is my second home. And uh, yeah, it it mean a lot if I could pay it back. Like I said, if I could do my part in bringing the trophy so we can lift it here in front of our fans, it, uh, it would be an amazing feeling. There you have it. His second home, Hamilton, Ontario. Just really, really great to see how Alex has grown over these past couple years with Forge FC. Moving on, though, head coach of Cavalry, Tommy Wilden Jr., had an interesting response when he was asked whether Forge has been, quote, the biggest pain for his club over these past couple years. Here's what he said about what he's taken from this ongoing CPL rivalry. Absolutely. Listen, our number one objective when the commissioner brought out, you know, the news of the regular season's now going to get its uh, glory and its trophy and a spot in the Champions League and a better playoff that was the number one objective from day one so 
we've achieved that. This is now a bonus to to win another trophy is 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 something special and, and not being done. And we talk about this league being a lot of forever first. We'd like to accomplish that one and check that off the list. But uh, has Forge given us the most stress? Listen, no, I'd actually say it the other way. Um, they've made me and they've made us better because they've been a terrific side to watch and to see what they've done in CONCACAF, you know, we wanted to replicate. So I think sometimes you need rivalries like what we've had with them to inspire us to be better. And I think this year, you know, win the league by the manner which we did, a large part of it is we had to be better than them. And when we were for 28 games a season. And of course, before we wrap up, I have to mention one other thing. The North Star Cup was revealed last night at the CPL Awards show. Go check out the CPL social medias if you haven't already taken a look. It's pretty nice. Uh, definitely a lot easier to drink out of in comparison to that microwave plate. So that's pretty much the only review that I have of it. Um, you know, shiny. It, it'd be, it's, <laughs> it's great. It really is. That's all I have for the 2023 season of Forge Daily. Um, this isn't the last you've heard from me, by the way, but of course, championship game tomorrow. Am I feeling a little bit emotional? Maybe. Yes, I am. Genuinely, thank you all so much for listening. If you're new, thanks for tuning in. But if you've been here since day one, I have thoroughly enjoyed being a part of your daily routines for the past couple months. So on that note, we will wrap up today's episode. I'll be back to check in next week. Um, but by then, we will know who the 2023 Canadian Premier League champions are. This has been Forge Daily with Mackenzie Barwell. If you like what you heard, please like, follow, subscribe, comment, and share. Oh, you thought I was done. No, no, I'm not done. This was funny. I spoke to G yesterday at the award ceremony because um, if you saw him, he was fitted up. All right. He had this leather jacket, nice matching pants. So I cornered him and then asked for a fit check. Shout out, G. Congrats. Uh, it was just I just put something together real quick. You know, I had a little jacket, Zara, T-shirt, everything Zara, to be honest, except for the sneak. You too? You guys look neat. That's why. Right. 